previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. The song ended, and I let out this big, La Cheeserie! And there's this silence, and they look up and they say, what? And I said, <laughs> La Cheeserie! And I say it louder and prouder. And they didn't get it. Yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> like, you know, if I was a big, I'd want to be La Cheeserie. Oh, That'd be pretty good. Wait, if we may, you doubled down. You didn't even just La Cheeserie them. You you went there, and then you doubled down on it, and, it, and, and then you got the bus card. <laughs> I'm kind of grateful I didn't give them the TK salute. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Littles. We've got a great show for you. We've got TV starting. We've got Chuck hating fantasy football officially. I'm over it. We'll get into it. (laughs) Um, And then we've got some new voice memos, which we're very excited about. But first, we wanted to start real quick. Roxy, did you want to take a second and just address our listeners real quick? Yeah, so I'm sure some people may know I lo- we lost my grandmother earlier this week, and so it's been it's been a week, as you can imagine. We did put out a show earlier in the week, and it was a relief for me, a distraction from everything that was going on. And I'm so thankful for all the people that have been so supportive and reaching out. And she was a very, very, very special woman in my life. And yeah, I'll I felt, miss her a lot. <laughs> I felt kind of bad about that because I just updated my profile picture and immediately yeah. people put two and two together or somebody knew. And so they yeah. commented and then the floodgates opened and I felt bad. <laughs> I asked you if that was okay. Yep, it was absolutely um, okay. I have been up to my neck in family stuff. Chuck has been with me as well. And I think I'm officially at a point where I can sit back and process everything and do a tribute of some sort to her. My upcoming Christmas season is I'm dedicating to her. So it's going to be quite a special year, end of the year for many reasons. I wish she could be there in person, but I'm so grateful for all the things that I have been able to share with her. So again, the love and support from my friends and family and the littles, I consider you all friends and family. So Thank you for that. The support is just beyond. I mean, yeah. Roxy, a, a tiny now fun size who just, you know, <laughs> she doesn't even know half of you. And the, and just the love and that just yeah. came pouring out. Even I was for Clint. You know, I mean, I was like, I didn't even know what yeah. to say. Yeah. So she was the strongest, kindest, inc- most incredible woman I have ever known and probably will ever know. So yeah. 32 years with her and we had so many special moments and memories and I'll cherish them forever. All right, Roxy, but the real question is, did your grandmother ever play fantasy football? <laughs> no, but I have to say, she was the best at everything. Okay, so she would have been good at fantasy football. She would have been great at fantasy football. I mean, I'm over fantasy football. I mean, I'm so frustrated right now. I was 2-0 and in the Littles League. What was I, 0-2? Yeah, you were 0-2. But I had two players going on Thursday night. I had my first draft pick. Okay, Christian McCaffrey. And of course, he goes out in the first quarter, gets hurt. Okay, now this is this is one of those grind those gears moment for me. Okay, I'm just putting this out there. So Patrick Moffat, I hope you're listening. And this is the type of league I I know I mentioned earlier when we had Tiny Chuck on about how I wish we had a league where we could redraft going into the playoffs because that's always an issue. Well, here's a bigger issue. I want a real time fantasy league. You know what that means? I have no idea what that means. Okay, basically what I'm trying to say is with the technology we have now, 
we should be able to substitute, put people in whenever. And the biggest one is obviously when there's a major injury. Now, this happened the week before. If you had Tua, the Miami quarterback, he got hurt in the mm-hmm. fir- right away too. And that's your quarterback for the, for the yeah. week. Yeah. And then you're toast. You're toast. You should be able to substitute. And I'm sorry, in real time. Now, obviously, if you take, say, the the quarterback on your bench already played and this is a four o'clock game, well, then you don't have a quarterback. Okay. But if you have one available or any other position, you should be able to swap them in. And I'm sorry, the whole like, well, they already were playing. And so, all right, fine. If they already scored two touchdowns that day, you clearly don't get those points. You can't sub them in then. But from the moment they enter your game, They should start collecting the points so that if like this. So last night I was predicted to get over 26 points and I only got six when I had two more running backs just sitting on the bench. Now they should be able to play. I mean, there's got to be a way the clock should click like, okay, so he played 10 minutes into the first quarter. Well, then the when I substitute the other running back in, they don't incur points for 10 minutes or whatever. There's got to be a way with the technology we have today to make it so we can substitute for injured players, things like that. Yeah, I was going to say something similar to that. Of So then if you accrued any points with the player that got hurt before they got hurt, and then you have to substitute somebody right away in the moment, as you say, I mean, is there something where like those points that you scored with the other guy don't count? And then the other, so you know what I mean? Where you yeah. kind of start back at zero, but at least you can put someone who's not injured in. Right. Well, and I'm going to take like it, that. I'm going to take it one further. Let's go away from fantasy football for a second. Let's go to fantasy baseball, say, okay. And oh gosh, j- don't even get me well, started. Well, I mean, like if you have a pitcher going, Okay, Mm -hmm. and the manager, for whatever reason, doesn't feel the need to take them out after they gave up five runs in the first inning because he's just going to run them out there and let them sit there for five innings because he doesn't have a bullpen that day. I'm sorry if you're watching that game and you're keeping tabs and you're that crazy cray cray about fantasy, whatever, and you want to substitute him because after he gives up two runs in the first inning, I think you should be able to sit him. So it doesn't implode yeah. your ERA for yeah. the day. You know what I mean? I, I just yeah. sit them. Even if you can't replace them, you should be able to take them out. Like uh, take a football defense. If they give up two touchdowns in the first quarter and you don't want to end up with negative points on the day, you should be able to take them out, sit them. Yeah. I think this is a fantasy football. Whoever runs the company, not who's running league. Oh, no, league. of course. I'm not saying it's Patrick's or uh, the Berserker League is run by those <laughs> Diane Kruger effect people, which we adore. And they're having a fun week. I'm just going to throw that out there. I can't say more than that, but they're having a good week. That's all I'm going to say. Well, um, I'm curious if, some, if there are a lot of people out there that feel the same way or what their suggestion would be. All right, Roxy, let's get out of this fantasy stuff because it's going to make my head explode. <laughs> Real quick, Roxy, the TV. Now, I know you're not in any way caught up, and I get that. Obviously, you had a lot going on this week. Just wanted to touch upon it real quick. Hopefully, you're not going to be mad at me that I've watched some of the programs. I Um, will not be mad at you. (laughs) But uh, you'll have to play a little catch up. But we did watch Survivor together. I mean, that's the key. That's the one. I think KJ is a Survivor person. Is she? I think. I was kind of flitzing around on Twitter. I didn't hear too much buzz about Survivor. So I don't know if there's too many littles, but I think KJ might be one. So I'm going to maybe reach out to her because that sounds like a great five great minutes getting her back on the podcast to talk a little survivor you liked it did you not like it it's totally different like it i mean i was a little confused yeah it it goes it's going really fast that's all i can say really fast did jeff probes say that it's 26 days versus 39 days yep it's a lot well a lot of it because they had to quarantine 
They had to do the two week quarantine. So they were there already for so long and they can only be there for so long. So they had to shorten the game. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well, it's going to be really interesting. I'm excited. And we had two vote offs. The first episode, which that's never really happened. I feel um, like that's going to happen a lot this season. Well, I don't know because now the there's only time. 14 left. So it's going to be interesting for sure. Oh. It's, it's looking good. It's a little modernized for me. I don't know. I think it's just because it's been away for so long and we've been catching up and watching the past seasons. Yeah. And like we just announced, we, you know, we had just finished watching season 21. And mm-hmm. so I don't know. It's got a different look, but I think that's okay. And I think it's going to have to yeah. grow on me. But real quick, The Big Leap on Fox. I think, Roxy, you're going to want to watch that. I don't think it's for me. I think you're going to enjoy it. I I just wrote, it's okay. I will watch it with you if that's something you wanted to watch. It's okay for me. That's all I'm going to say. Ordinary Joe, big yes. That's definitely getting a second watching for me. It's very clever. Shout out to the actors who have to do the acting in that because it's very interesting. That's all I'm going to say. It's basically, it's just really clever. The writing is really clever. So that definitely gets a yay. Our kind of people on Fox, that gets a eh out of me. Mm -hmm. The sad part for me on that is there are a lot of good actors that we know from other things that are in it that I enjoy. The father from God Friended Me. Now, he, uh-huh. he, he plays kind of like a sleazebag in this, so I'm kind of excited. Interesting. Um, and there's a couple other actors that we know. You know that guy, the famous that guy. Yes. from Oh, I know him from that show, and that's been canceled. Uh-huh. Actually, and uh, one of the doctors from The Resident. Oh, really? Yeah, and I, it's interesting because that's still on. So I don't know. Huh. So anyway, so that I will definitely give it another shot. I just don't know the overall story and how that's going to go. So, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and then we, you know, I've also finished New Amsterdam and A Million Little Things. They're just the good old, you know, reliables, except I got to say A Million Little Things. I think it might be running its course. Sad to say. Yeah. So we'll see yeah. what happens for that. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I'll have to do a major catch up. Yeah. So you have to do a major catch up. We have all the FBI's to get into. But first, we have a great Meet the Littles guest to get to. Now, don't worry. We're going to get to all your emails and texts and voice memos later on in the show. But right now, let's get out of here, Roxy, because I'm very excited about this one. It's been one we had for a while, and uh, we finally got her on. So we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hey, this is Rup Sharma from Cincinnati, Ohio, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. episode by a group called Seis Hombres and this song is called Encourage and it's actually written by Tommy George and if you like what you hear you can find all their stuff on their YouTube channel just head on over there and search Tommy George or you can search Seis Hombres and that is S-E-I-S-H-O-M-B-R-E-S and as always we'll play the full song Encourage at the end of the podcast Someone asked me I stand under the sun and sing. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. 
Roxy, another fun one today. Yep. We're very excited about this. Please welcome to the podcast, Jeannie Byers. Hey, Jeannie, how's it going? <laughs> it's going well. And I'm not that genie, so um, I'm oh. <laughs> so don't confuse me with Jeannie McManus. You know, it's funny. Your name popped up on yeah. my Facebook, I think, early on in us doing this podcast. And I said to him, I'm like, ooh, is this Jeannie? Is this like the Jeannie? And he was like, no. And I'm like, well, I want to meet her anyway. <laughs> I'm Jeannie in Baltimore. You know, we nice. had another, I want to say she's from Dallas, Adina. Oh, yeah. In Dallas. And she actually, she recorded one of those, we called them bumpers for the Summer of Littles 3.1. And it was really cute. She's like, hi, I'm Dina. Not that Dina. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. uh, But I also thought it was funny that it was another D, though. Dina in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to Damascus. Instead Uh of Dina in Damascus, correct. Well, Jeannie, no matter which Jeannie you are, we're excited (laughs) that you're here. So thank you for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. Why don't you take a second, introduce yourself to all the Loyal Littles out there. Okay. I am Jeannie Byers. I live in Baltimore. I am originally from Uniontown, Pennsylvania, outside Pittsburgh. Well, a little ways from Pittsburgh. I am a financial analyst that I work for a local hospital system. I love sports. I love Tony and I love the littles. (laughs) Excellent. Well, there's nothing better than that, right? Yeah. Now, but we're going to dissect a little bit. Now, let's go back. So you grew up outside of Pittsburgh. Yes. Did you go to school there? I went to... Indiana University yeah. of no 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 Pennsylvania. I know I've been there many times. <laughs> oh, you've been to IUP? I've played there. Yes. <laughs> oh wow! So another little never heard of it. When you get there, I know you haven't caught up quite yet. There's another little that went there that we Where's interviewed. It? Beautiful campus. And you know who was from Indiana? Jimmy Stewart. Oh. Oh. That's what we're known for. So there's ah. a statue of Jimmy Stewart in downtown Indiana. That's amazing. That's I didn't amazing. Know that. Well, you got the Fonz in Milwaukee. We've got pictures right. of the Fonz statue. Now we'll have to do the Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> That'd there be so go. cool. Wow, that's great. Information for I life. I had no idea. <laughs> had no idea. I love him. Yeah. And it's funny because I always try to do, when we go to those smaller towns, when we play those smaller, I always used to like to try to find the little diamond in the rough type thing to go take a picture of. And and I never knew that. So now the problem with those towns are on our tours that we do is we usually only there for like one day, one night, you you get the money, get the kid and get hell out of town. (laughs) as we used to say. Yeah. So you don't really have that much time to go explore and find statues like that. So, right. Uh, And you're a music guy and IUP was always known for their marching band. Yeah. 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 That's great. Because, you know, when you're getting ready to do the show and you have some time after soundcheck, you just kind of wander when you're playing at campus. There's not only not much else to do. Uh, You just get to walk around a little bit before the show. Okay. So what did you study there? I was in accounting, so accounting finance, and that's what I'm still doing now, and I still don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's giving me a living. Sure. Sure. And so did you go to school down in Baltimore or what? How did you get down to Baltimore? How did I get to Baltimore? Well, I first was in the D.C. area. So after college, not much going on in even the Pittsburgh area for jobs, which just wasn't the best at that time. And so I just I had come down to D.C. to see a friend play basketball and kind of liked it. And so I ended up moving here. 
and lived in the D.C. area for about 10 years. And then I moved to Baltimore and I've been here ever since. Kind of gutsy. We like that. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know anybody when I moved in. Yeah, that's what I mean. We had another little that we interviewed that said kind of the same thing, but she had a friend that she actually mm-hmm. made the move with. So at right. least there was somebody right. that right. she knew. This was the day when you, to find roommates or anything like that, you had to buy the paper and yeah. look for... Single white female. <laughs> for, for listings. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that movie. Yeah. I know Roxy probably doesn't. No. But. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. All right. So now this could be interesting because, as you said, you grew up in outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but you've been to D.C. and now you've been in... How long have you been in Baltimore now? Oh, over 20 years. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. okay. And you said you are a sports fan. So, I where am. does your sports fandom lie? All Pittsburgh. All Pittsburgh. Yeah. No Baltimore. I, I, what's what's up? You don't like the baseball live, team there? I I live within walking distance of Baltimore Ravens Stadium, <laughs> so I am in enemy territory. Wow, I would and, say so. And I just got a dog in January and named him Rooney after the <laughs> yeah. Roonies that own the Steelers. So I thought it was a little subtle for all the, the Baltimore cute. fans around here. So, But I do like the Orioles, and it's nice that they're in the American League. That um, So I, Pirates first, uh, yeah. Baltimore, and, and Nationals are following. Gotcha. Well, I mean, if, if I may, I mean, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, you're kind of in the same boat there, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, yes, really a sinking boat. Yeah, and ironically, they are, at least in my opinion, but I've had a lot of other people confirm this and a lot of other people agree with me, which is always nice, of course, but top five in my stadiums, both of them, PNC Park oh, exactly. and Camden Yards, you know, yes. so what a shame. I mean, it's such yeah. a great place to go see a ball. And that's probably one of the reasons why, because you can get in for real cheap, mm-hmm. usually. <laughs> um, yes. But no, in all serious, I mean, both amazing places just to go see a ball game and the history of the franchise, especially Baltimore, the history. It, and I, I pay more close attention because I'm an American League guy, too. So that's why I know more about the Orioles and what their right. franchise has produced over the decades. Right. Um, but obviously, so. Pittsburgh has a pretty good history as well. Yeah, and at least I was living to see all that, <laughs> yeah. that in the 70s. So. Right, right. Well, yeah. But my, uh, my ultimate team is, um, right now, though, is Maryland team. It's the Maryland Terrapins basketball team. So oh, basketball is my number one sport, oh, college okay. basketball. Gotcha. Excellent. Yeah, I'm a big college hoops. I'm not so much NBA, but I right, do, same. you know, I casually follow it, I'll say. Okay, so, so what is your favorite sport? Is it baseball or football? It's tough. I like them all, but I guess I do follow football more just because it's easier to follow. But I like tennis. I like golf. I like Tony talking about golf. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're the one. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So I like when Tony talks about golf and he recently had on, I think, Tom Friedman as a guest and was talking about his volunteer experience at the BMW championship in Baltimore and I could relate to that because I also volunteered and went through the same training as he did and everything. So, yeah, I remember I saw some of the pictures you were posting. Oh, yeah, it was a blast. Now, so yeah, we didn't, we failed to mention that because we do some lurking. That's one of the reasons why we have the form and then we can, but no, those are some great pictures. So, what was that like going to that tournament and everything? Oh, I, I just loved it. So it was like just being in a different spot. You know, you're a little bit closer to all the players. Of course, this tournament had all the, you know, the best of the best. 
and sometimes their shots were closer to you and Stuart Sink's asking, can you see my shot? You know, and you get to... (laughs) You get to respond to them. So it was very cool. I really liked it a lot. I mean, that must have been incredible. That's so cool. So who was the coolest golfer you got to kind of talk to, even if it was just about where his golf ball went? (laughs) Well, yeah, so there wasn't too too much engagement. But so just not so much uh, talking, but Rory uh, McIlroy had a shot where it landed in the rough closer to where I was standing. Mm. And so you just got to see (laughs) how amazing he just, I think he had an eight iron or something and just popped that out of there and it just went flying. So, but yeah, he was just in within a couple of feet, you know. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. We always, I, I can't take credit for the term. But and I don't remember which maybe it was Tony. I don't remember. But someone said the difference between an amateur and a pro is not like how hard you hit it or how far you. Hit, it's how well you recover. Yeah. Oh, and, and I, that's the key. Yeah. They right. Can recover from anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember that one. I can't remember what tournament it's little as you'll have to like write in and shame me. But it was Phil. He was like in the trees somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to like 90 degree angle. That's the only shot he had to get out. And so you're thinking, oh, he's just going to chip out onto the fairway. I mean, he took a full swing and he hooked it or sliced it. <laughs> no, he's a lefty. Anyway. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? And he yeah. right up by the green. Like how I was like, what? Yeah. Like, that's impossible. Yeah. But they know, how, you know, that it's, it's almost like it was, it, you know, what it reminded me of one of those soccer shots where they hook it, where oh, they bend yes. it like Beckham, as they say. And that's what <laughs> yes. this shot was. It was like, how did this, how did he do that? You know, but that's the thing. They just, re- they know how to recover. But yeah, like you said, even in the rough and the, the bunkers and things like that, you, you, it would take, yeah. you, you're saying that would take you three or four shots. You know, exactly. To, you know, and then they just do it in one. It's just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. They almost have to make it harder because those shots are just as, you know, they get the same results. Right. It's not like a penalty. Thing to, right. But, yeah, Exactly. So. And it's just, oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of annoying in one sense, but, <laughs> but so to yeah. see that up close, that must've been incredible. Yes. I, I'm really glad that I thought to, to volunteer and do it. And I had a great time. Now, is that something you can do every time or, but they don't always hold tournaments there, right? Like that? No, right. Yeah, right. Gotcha. But this same tournament next year is going to be, I think in Wilmington, Delaware. Oh. So it's not too far it's away, not too far. but. But I'm, I was amazed at so many of the volunteers. They travel. And the guy I worked with, he's from Colorado. And oh, wow. Comes, he, they just go and volunteer. Wow. Well, it kind of makes sense if you're a big fan. Or if you're retired. Or yeah, right. Or kind of job, a job that's, that can yeah, <laughs> flexibility. That's, yeah, that's true, too. It's really interesting. I mean, I, we'll have to remember that, Roxy, because we're big golfers, too. So. Okay. I didn't know those. Yeah. Not very good. I mean, we're not very good, but we like it. <laughs> Well, that's all that counts. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, is that Rooney with you right now? That is Rooney. Oh, that's sweet. So he's he's, he's not he's not doing the copper bark thing though, or or the Chessie. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, no. I don't know if you heard the Friday Five from who was it Lee Gordon I yeah. think, and he asked about if it first annoys you that Chessie barks in the background and then or <laughs> Tony yelling at Chessie. <laughs> And I just does simply, anybody actually like it? Right. No, well, I actually <laughs> said I don't mind it because I love the Tony. <laughs> like, out of nowhere, just like, 
Chessie, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you can't have that. Yeah, without, but you can't have that without, without the other, the right? Barking, yeah, so. right. Right. So, and, uh, <laughs> exactly. The, what was the book? Oh, it was about copper. The yeah. bonus question. And I, I was like, oh, I love it because it's almost like copper does it. It's like he, he times it perfectly. And I know, I guess it has to do with the voice he does. I don't know, you know, locking for his voice, but it's almost like he's saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. On cue every time. Yes, because it's always <laughs> at the very end. It's like he's saying bye, everyone. You know, so I don't know. That was one of my favorites. So anyway. All right. Enough dog talk. Actually, we're going to take a quick break because we have lots more to get into. You can come back, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, loyal littles. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is Lee Gordon, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and we are so lucky to have Jeannie Byers here with us today. Oh, sure. You say her full name. Well, you know, (laughs) names are hard. (laughs) Names are hard. We have trouble with names on the Loyal Littles Podcast. I do a little better than you, Chuck. Oh, you do a a little? (laughs) How about a lot? A tiny? A tiny. Yeah, no, right. She's a lot better than I do. Uh, I even butchered in a previous episode. I couldn't even get Walter Matthau out of my mouth for Pete's sake. So he's famous. So anyway, and then one of the comments on one of the, I loved the, it, I think it was Lee's again. I think it was Lee Gordon's the Friday, the Friday, Friday Five, Five where he, he asked people to choose between us about doing something like a ball game or a dancer settle. And someone actually said, I'm going to choose Roxy because she actually tried to say my name and actually almost oh. got it. I wouldn't even <laughs> attempt it. So I was like, okay. Steve Tessier? Oh, she I had, don't know look if at I that. Said, she has that in her back well, pocket. Well, I don't know if I said that, but that was him. And if I said it wrong again, maybe you'll have to well, maybe send if us a Steve recording of... Steve T would come on the podcast <laughs> to meet the Littles, he could tell us. Because you said it so confidently. Yeah, right. You, yeah, that's that's the thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> but seriously, Steve, hey, what up? Come and meet the Littles, and then we'll know how to say your last name. So that's all I'm going to say. All right. So, Jeannie, but let's more importantly get back to you here. You kind of just sort of touched upon it. When and how did you become a little and when did you start listening to Tony and all that stuff? So since I moved to I was living in the D.C. area. So I first got exposed to Tony via his articles in The Washington Post. And then he started I don't know the dates, but when he was doing the radio before the national broadcast on ESPN, I started listening to him. And I think at one time, like he was on maybe at 10 and I would go in late to work so I could at least hear. (laughs) (laughs) Those are some Some of my favorite stories. Yeah, those are my favorite stories. Yeah, you want to hear the opening monologue? Sure. I I love that we call it an opening monologue, by the way. But no, we've had people come in and say they booked their lunch schedule right. around it so they could run to their car. Or they say they have a meeting you know, every day at that time and people right. question, what, what are Why is there meetings? a meeting every day <laughs> at 10 a.m. You know, or whatever. It's like... Uh, right. And yeah, it, I think Jamie yes. book a meeting. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, people would be in their cars and because, you know, they also didn't have phones back then that you yeah. could just pop on a podcast or whatever. I think you know? you're the first right. one to say you would go to work late. Yeah. For it. <laughs> right. Yeah, at, at 10. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> that wow. was really late. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then I was happy once it got to where you could listen to it via internet, via mm-hmm. podcast. So then I didn't have to be late for <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> and no one questioned it? Oh, probably. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yep, that's what I would do. And then I think, I think at one point too, I could get it on my work computer. So I would be listening. 
on there. But mm. then mostly once it came to podcast, then I was yeah. listening regularly and not missing. I've never missed a Tony podcast. Yeah. It's gotten me through a lot of drives, a lot of tough times. And yeah. It was something that no matter what was going on in life, that it always made me laugh, made me smile, made me get mind off of things. Yeah. And I'm forever grateful for that. Yeah. That's the amazing <laughs> part. It's so true. And Roxy knows. Now, obviously, we're much closer now. But even when we first started dating, she I don't think you quite got it. No. And... <laughs> I would literally go into like my mope after July 4th. No. There's no Tony. You know what I mean? Right. And she just didn't get it. She's like, what's the big deal? It's just this guy on a radio show. And I'm like, mm -hmm. but he's not there every day. You know, he's always <laughs> there almost every day. And right. that's the one thing I think if we can even say something good came out of the pandemic is that he's, even though it hasn't been every day, but at least it's been through the summer and things like that. And I have a feeling that'll probably go back to the way it was, which, and it's understandable, you know, he's in his seventies, let him take a break, you know, yeah, let him take a vacation. Right. Uh, right. Uh, especially now that I know how much goes into a podcast. So I totally get it now when they want to take a break. Right. Yeah, but it is. It's so interesting. And I used to always ask people, I wonder if he knows that he has that effect on people and what he's done for people, like you said, getting through bad times or bad moments in your life or whatever. And just to yeah, always have that outlet. Yeah. Always have it. Yeah, he's always there. And there's sometimes right. where you just, I don't know about you, but I'll go back and click on some old episodes just to. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Especially during those summers when. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Right. But I did have a funny thing that, you know, right, it's hard to explain to others that don't listen yeah. <laughs> or even tell stories that kind of make sense or get the same result. But I used to try to share with my mom, who has a good sense of humor, some like just funny stories. And, you know, sometimes I'd get a chuckle, but sometimes it would be just that blank stare. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, I've but, seen the, um, I call that the Roxy stare. No. <laughs> <laughs> but when I then I was cleaning out selling my parents home and lo and behold, in my Mom wasn't so much of a keeper of things. My dad was, but there was some paper clippings and things that my mom had. And there was, so this is in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. And there was a saved article that was in the Pittsburgh paper, but it was from the Post, and it was a Tony article. Oh. And I'm like, Mom, you were a fan before I was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that was... That's I don't so know. Cool. I just thought that was kind that's, of funny. Yeah, that's a, that's mm -hmm. great. Now, have you? I'm guessing because you're down in that area. You did you ever get to Chatter and or Jingle Fest and stuff like that? Jingle Fest. I didn't get to the first one, and then I didn't get to this year because it was planned so late, and mm -hmm. I already had plans to be away. And I've gotten to go to PTI. Oh wow! And Chatter numerous times. Oh, and I was on bus too. Oh, was, oh. Uh, we I love was, bus too. We love bus too. <laughs> I mean, can, should we call that the bury the lead moment? Yeah, I right? mean, uh, well, let's let's see if we have a good story here. Any, uh, I'm guessing you can confirm the stories. I can confirm the stories. <laughs> <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So one of those things you can't truly describe, but right. um, I witnessed the screw that yeah. came out of out the, the roof. Yeah, <laughs> the roof of the bus. I think so that was Bill Aheka's think, story or whatever. Yeah, I think yeah. I was sitting in front of Bill. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's great. So, and you know, walking into Safeway, a bus load of people just walks in. The, <laughs> it stops at a okay. Safeway. A bunch of people get off. Did and anyone buy taking, anything? 
Well, uh, avocados. Yeah. yeah. Avocados. Okay. You know, you're, you're taking selfies with avocados. Well, okay. <laughs> See, that's the part where I get, that makes me, the other part doesn't, Roxy and I, we've done that bazillion times on tour. Okay. At least I have. Okay. Cause on the bus and truck tours, they stop at grocery stores. All, and so, and then it's like 20 people. Oh. Here's another good one. A laundromat. Yeah. When 20 people get off a bus to do laundry at a laundromat, oh. and people are looking at you like, what the what? hell is happening right now? Because <laughs> it's their laundromat, no, you know, and they're just like, hello, who like, are you? who are you? And why are there 20 of you or more sometimes? <laughs> yeah, that's another I'm good not, one. Not, yeah, that's, that is. I never uh, thought about Yeah. That. So the Safeway thing didn't, but we, the, the taking of selfies of avocado, we've heard some stories <laughs> that it's just like, yeah, it's hilarious. And, yeah. Uh, cottage cheese, whatever. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's great it was one of the funniest things i've seen that's yeah. so fun Ugh. these are the moments it, it, yeah. yes i i love it now too because roxy gets it now because if i had said that seven years ago roxy you'd be I'm like, like what? what what what's the big deal why why do you want to go to an, a safeway with a group of people to buy an avocado yeah mm-hmm. see yeah. roxy your world is so much better it now. sure is no really <laughs> ever since it she is. became fun-sized she's yeah. uh <laughs> as, as they call her um wow that's great all right Jeannie. well believe it or not we're almost out of time so and i know you said you're catching up with the podcast but i think you know by now we do pride ourselves on these fun dumb questions because mm-hmm. i mean everyone needs to know if you prefer crunchy or smooth peanut butter so we'll start there, but what do you got? I have smooth, but it's for Rooney. <laughs> ah. <laughs> it's better for him. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say, have you ever tried to give him crunchy to see? Maybe he prefers crunchy. Maybe he's with, on our side. <laughs> Your side. My side, be. excuse me. It could be. Um, yeah, I could go either way, but... Um, but for Rooney, I have not given him crunchy, so I'm, I'm playing it safe. Yeah, it's probably the smart way to go, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, That so. is so cute that he loves peanut butter. Oh, yeah, that's most dogs. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's his treat, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cute. That's great. Uh, next question. Who is your favorite athlete? Oh, in which sport? <laughs> no, Michael Jordan. Nice. Michael, ah. My, nice. Michael Jordan. Did you Tiger see, Woods in golf. Did you see the new Space Jam, or did you see Michael Jordan in Space Jam? <laughs> Okay, now I'm... can we pause for a second? <laughs> now, the funny part about that question, and we'll let you answer that in a second. I thought she was going to the 30 for 30 or whatever that thing was. Yeah. That, well, yeah. I, I still have to see that. I know there's a little that's really upset with me that I haven't seen that yet. But anyway, I, I, that's I, Maybe that's a, I'm the second little. Yeah, Roxy goes to Space Jam. Love that. I mean, come on. It's a great movie. Okay, so let's let's answer Roxy's question first. So you said the new Space Jam Well, with LeBron? did you see the old Space Jam? I am sorry to say that I have not oh. seen the old or the new. How it's on dare something. you? I think it's Netflix or maybe it's even Disney Plus. Okay. It's somewhere. The, the Michael Jordan. Oh, he was great. He is great. <laughs> He's so versatile. Okay. He can play baseball, basketball. He golfs in the movie. Like just he, he acts. It's so great. Okay. So then I, I guess added, she'll she'll take no you won't. Don't you dare. Mind. I guess you haven't don't seen the LeBron one. I haven't seen the LeBron one either because I don't have HBO we don't have HBO yeah. Max, but I'm not really sure yeah. how I feel about it. I'm okay with that, honestly. Okay. But um <laughs> I did see the first one, but it's such a long time ago we I don't really remember it. it. Well, do we? Yeah. I mean Yeah, you made me watch some pretty crazy movies. I so. did. We did recently <laughs> I did make her watch well actually I I kinda wanna feel like it was John Miller who made you watch Oh Calcutta, not well, me. He, he 
he just suggested it. You're the one that actually followed through with it. <laughs> so. Anyway, next question. Anyway. We could have a little's watch party. Of yeah, yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm sitting here thinking like, he's like, am I a marriage counselor now? Like, yeah. what's happening here? <laughs> Who's your favorite celebrity crush? Oh, I guess that I could be an athlete. Two. I have two right now. Oh. <laughs> George Clooney, no mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah. But more local is Tory Smith. He played for Maryland football and then he played for the Ravens. But he lives locally and he's doing some local sports and stuff. And I just love him and his I follow him and his wife and his Aww. kids on Instagram. Love it. Oh, wow. And they make me happy every day. And they're doing good things in the Baltimore youth. And oh, things. I love that. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. That, yeah. that makes me, I, that reminds me of like Brock Holt and his his family yeah. and what they did for Boston. What they're, I, I don't even Milwaukee. know. Milwaukee. Yeah. Well, no, no, not anymore. He went to Milwaukee. Now he's somewhere else, I he's think. somewhere else. I don't remember. It's hard to follow but all yeah, our favorite I, I totally ex- get that. Red Sox players because they keep, le- they just keep Moving trading them. Well, they keep trading them away. Yeah. It's like annoying that's that's another thing it's hard to keep up with liking your sports teams because the players change so much right right as opposed to like when i was a kid it was the same people for so long yep (gasps) yep and since you kind of brought it up if you were guaranteed to be successful in a different profession what would you want to do oh i would definitely want to work with sports or even like a basketball coach Mm, oh nice yeah that's cool. so uh okay if you could live in any tv home what would it be have you heard this one yet you, you can go either way you can like, just live in the house or live in the house or with the people with the people from the show <laughs> this isn't where i would want to live but the only thing that's popping in my head is the Brady Brunch. Well, that's actually a cool house. <laughs> someone Actually, cool someone house. else said that. Yeah. But they were like, um, I definitely, that's too many people. Yeah. yeah. Right. People, Let's you know. just go for living in the house without without yeah. the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't the Property Brothers do a show where they Somebody like remodeled the, the house to look like how it did in the show? Something recently Hmm. on some HGTV. I Hmm. thought it was the Property Brothers. I do have another little thing that uh, I got to experience that was kind of cool. I was in between jobs, and so I ended up being an extra for the House of Cards. Oh. Oh, wow. And so I got to see the inner workings of that and all their studio White House. And Hmm. I got to sit at the Roosevelt Room with the president and the vice president. Wow. it doesn't have quite the same feel with I know. Um, the way things have yeah, ended. Yeah, <laughs> the way things panned out. I know. Yeah. My assistant, actually, at the show I'm doing now, she was a reoccurring role yeah. in like three or four episodes, actually. Oh, and cool. And it was actually, Kevin said, you have to have her back, apparently, right. something oh, like that. Right. Uh, uh-huh. So that's how it happened. But I have uh, to say, nothing can take away your experience doing that. Yeah. That is pretty uh, awesome. Yeah. So it was very cool. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And I got very good moments of screen time. Oh. <laughs> so. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And it came in just in the nick of time, Jeannie, because unfortunately we're out of time. <laughs> How can we get in touch with you if you want to be gotten in touch with? And is there anything we can plug for you? Anything like that? Oh, nothing really to plug. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. What am I on Twitter? I'm Jeannie and Be More. And okay. I'm, I'm in all the littles groups and oh, great. everything great. else. And so. you've done Friday Fives, I assume? I haven't done the oh. questions, but oh. um, <laughs> no, I I can't compete with all the There's no competing. <laughs> the There's no competing. Come on. Oh, all right. Maybe someday. That'd be fun. Yeah. 
She's going to be looking for a new group soon. So (laughs) their creativity of littles amazes me. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's it's outstanding. So, yes. All right. Well, Jeannie, thank you so much for coming on and meeting the littles. We really appreciate the time as an homage to the big show. We'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over. All right. (laughs) It's kind of fun, though, when we get an under now because the passion just it's yeah well the passion in general just amazes us yeah, but we, we love do, that we do get more overs than unders oh yeah but sure. when we get an under would, it's like <laughs> something different <laughs> last weekend i was staying with a friend visiting a friend and had to change the toilet yes. paper roll oh, you're, one of, you're those. one of those all right and so <laughs> i chose my way ah excellent nice. well Jeannie, thanks again for taking the time we really appreciate it Oh, you guys are great. And thanks for all that you're doing to get to know the, all the littles. Oh, it's our pleasure. All right, all you loyal littles. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Kate Milan, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on WTFC. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you, Jeannie, for coming on the podcast. It, another great interview and just really sweet really sweet yeah yeah we really adore her uh we're glad we finally made that happen and just thankful she decided to finally come on so this is great so let's get into all these emails and things we didn't get to in the first part roxy as we've said in the past we do get you know sometimes we hear from co-hosts that just decide they don't want to be on the podcast anymore right now i'm just kidding tiny chuck he's been a little busy (laughs) But he lets us know what he thinks, and he literally writes in, and this is I think this is just so I know that he's listening to the podcast, but he said, you need to stop promoting crappy network TV. Get on board oh with original gosh. series and independent channels with better writers, actors, and less restrictions on content. Now, hold the phone. I think we do a pretty good mix. Now, yeah, I know most fair. of the stuff, we, most of the stuff is network. I know that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we've promoted the heck out of Atypical on Netflix, and we're mm-hmm. definitely jumping on the... Ted Lasso train. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get on board with that. We have to hook up the Apple TV thing to get that, but we're going to do that. Yeah. And you watch a lot of other channels, not network. Yeah. And we do ho- Netflix, Hulu. Hulu. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So eat it, Chuck. <laughs> All right. And you had something, right? Uh, I did. Yeah. This is from Todd Takei, and he tweeted at us, shows you should be watching, Reservation Dogs, Only Murders in the Building, the Murder House episodes of American Horror Stories. Okay. Yeah, Todd Takei. <laughs> Do you not even know, know Roxy? (laughs) You know me. (laughs) Do you you know me, sir? Um, No. Yeah. I'm not watching that. That's a big I mean, I don't know what this reservation dogs is, but I'll have to look that up. (laughs) I mean, she's open to a lot of things, but not the uh, horror stuff. That's not going to work for her. I'll save that to everybody else. All right. Then we heard from Brandon in New Jersey. He said a family friend was a working New York City actor for a long time. He even shared an apartment with Dan Loria, the dad on The Wonder Years. For, so when my dad and I saw Dan on Broadway in Lombardi, we got to tell him JJ says hello after the show. So that's that's pretty cool. Now, I remember him because, you know, he wrote this because we were talking about the premiere of Wonder Years. Now, we haven't seen that yep. yet. The the new version of the Wonder Years, we should say. Right. And I remember when that came out on Broadway, uh, Judith Light played his wife. Uh, I love her. Yeah, I do, too. And I heard so many good things. I unfortunately did not get to see it. I really wanted to, but that was also at Circle in the Square where the Bronx Mm -hmm. Bombers played and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Yeah. All right. So we have another TV email to get to, and this is from Scott Moffat. 
He says, Joe Millionaire is the show you were thinking about. They told the women on the show that The Bachelor, Evan Marriott, was a multimillionaire. But in reality, he was a construction worker. After one woman was left, she learned the true story. If she agreed to stay with him, they received a million dollars. That's right. That's interesting. Now, did they both each receive a million dollars or did they receive a million dollars that they had to split? I believe. No, 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 no. This is like a bachelor type of thing, Roxy. If I remember correctly, Scott, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he proposes to her at the end. And if she accepts, they get a million dollars. But to share. Right. But they're going to be married and they're going to share a million dollars if she says yes after she finds out that he's not a millionaire. I wonder how long they have to stay together in order for it all to be (laughs) contractually enough time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Now, and then the, of course, I heard from Cool Aunt Claire. This is hilarious. I always know when she's listening to an episode because it comes out of nowhere and I just get these random messages. The first one was, (laughs) Joe Millionaire! Exclamation point. I was like, oh, that's right. And I I couldn't quite remember. I'm glad Scott wrote in though because I couldn't quite remember exactly what the details of the show was. Yeah, But she knew the name of it and then she also, all in capitals, Mystic River! That was the other Sean Penn movie we were trying to get out last time when we were, uh, actually, while we were talking to Terry Scanlon, when we were doing his interview, we were talking about that because he that was one of the actors he said would play his life story, I think was one of right. our questions or something like yep. that. So anyway, yeah, so she ats us all the time and I just love it because I can envision her like yelling into her listening device <laughs> while she's listening to our <laughs> podcast. All right, Roxy, where are we going next? Okay, I think we have to go back to a topic that somehow has taken on a life of its own. Um, <laughs> oh, I've got still- one of those too. We are still talking about the crapper and Sir Crapper. So we got a tweet. So we're going to deep dive into the crapper. Right. Yes. Yes. We got a tweet from Maurice Warner. um, Uh, You mean Mo? I mean, tomato, tomato. I believe we are allowed to call him Mo. So let's say Mo. Okay. So anyway, he tweets, I did a report on Sir Crapper in sixth grade before the Google machine. I was surprised my teacher let me do it. After looking at the latest info, I believe he invented a certain type of flush toilet, thus the name The Crapper. But the word crap predates him. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I know I can't say I love deep diving into The Crapper, but I just, I think it's fun. So anyway. (laughs) Oh, it's amazing. All right. Then we heard from Lee Gordon. Hey, you know where this is going. My voiceover colleague at Eric Pollins has appeared in a couple of Hallmark movies with Danica McKellar. Now, I'm assuming that's Winnie Cooper, right? That is Winnie Cooper. Then he says, two, you should know that the source of this numbering system that grinds Roxy's gears is the long-running NPR series, Car Talk. They started doing it back in the 70s. Now, I did not know that, and that's not where I got it from. I got it from another friend of mine, a dear, dear friend of mine in late high school, early college years. And he used to do it all the time, and I just picked it up from that, and I didn't even realize it bothers Roxy. I mean, that's just the cherry on top for me because I had no idea because I don't think it's that big of a deal. But so no, I did not know that. So have you ever, you're not an NPR person though, are you Roxy? I'm not really. Yeah, me neither. I I have a hard time listening to people talk for hours on end. (laughs) I know. Well, you did say hours. At least we try to keep ours to under an hour to an hour. So if we can. (laughs) So uh, isn't Tony's like four hours? What? Or wasn't, or it used to be? That was Mike and Mike. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, no, no. Tony's always been around. Well, actually, back in the day, I believe Tony was a little longer, but that's before Mm -hmm. even my time. So anyway, and we're going to end. We have another revisit topic. 
but we are lucky enough to have a voice memo. Chuck and Roxy, Ed Butt here. The official score is not going to charge either of you with an error. Your confusion is completely understandable. The answer is, no matter how it's spelled, it's always pronounced Mackinac. The issue arises because many Michigan names are anglicized spellings and or pronunciations of the French versions of Native American words and places. The translations are inconsistent, some phonetic and some just adapted. Also, with apologies to Gene Shepard, I just received my major prize. I'm looking forward to many hours of journaling. Thank you so much. So how about that, Roxy? Information for life, first of all. Yes. And then more importantly, the official scoring, official ruling is that you are still good to go. So he's not, there's no foul in the play for you about the mispronunciation or anything oh, like that. Oh, thank goodness. Right? So you're still good. I'm still in the yep. doghouse as far as that goes. And, yep. and our pleasure on the prizes you won. So the toilet paper challenge. So hopefully you'll enjoy journaling, you know, while you have some time on your hands. Yeah, <laughs> That's how yeah. I'll say it. So, uh. <laughs> And I think he posted a picture of that stuff, too, on Twitter, if anyone wants to see it. Always good to hear from Edbot. We really appreciate it. And Roxy, we got to get out of here, but can I just get on a scale of, let's say, 1 to 10? We'll keep it easy. How excited are you about our next episode? Um, like a million. Uh, right? Okay. So not only are you officially going to be back in rehearsing, because you start on Monday. Yep. We're very excited. Can't Actually, wait. you start tomorrow, right? I believe you have some orientation or something. I start, I have a, a little meetup with the athletic trainers, make sure that everything's good to go. And then Monday is orientation and Tuesday is our first full day of dancing and wow. kicking. And I cannot wait. Okay. So we, there's that. So that's Tuesday. You're going to kick? Yes. Okay. Well, we also, before you start kicking, we have a, an episode that we're doing here, our 90th episode. Mm -hmm. I mean, our guests. How much fun was that? I, we don't want to peek too much because we don't want to like spoil alert or anything like that. But you are not going to want to miss our 90th episode. We were going to wait till 100th and we just couldn't. We just couldn't yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. So we're very mm -hmm. excited. We hope you'll tune in for that. Okay. I'm just going to say it's going to be a super great time. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh, It's going to be a super great time. You don't want to miss this one. That's for sure. Nope. Yeah. Be there or be square. That's right. All right. Roxy, let's get out of here. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget to head on over to iTunes and Apple Podcasts and give us a nice rate and review over there. And once again, thank you, Jeannie Byers, for coming on to be our Meet the Littles guest. And thank you, Rup Sharma, Lee Gordon, and Kate Milan for our bumpers this week. All right, everyone, we hope you have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the football, and what are we using? The code. Bye, everyone. Bye. Okay.
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, yeah.